Welcome to the Ministry Central Leadership Podcast. Ministry Central is the official United Pentecostal Church International online resource designed to develop and enhance your ministry. Through the teaching and wisdom of experienced apostolic leaders, Ministry Central will equip you to pursue the call of God on your life. In this podcast, you will learn important principles, concepts, and ideas from apostolic leaders who are on the front lines of ministry, making a difference in their leadership and calling. I'm your host, Darren Sargent, and this is the Ministry Central Leadership Podcast. Thanks for joining. Hey, this is Darren Sargent with the Ministry Central Leadership Podcast. It's good to be back on the air and now on video. Yeah, you're going to see us. That could be a little scary. Uh, but we'll, we'll talk about that right now. It is such an honor to have our communications director. I wanted to give you some fancy, fancy title. Um, and I may think of it before we're done here, but our communications director of the United Pentecostal Church, Brother Jonathan Moore, so good to have you here today. We're going to be talking about the family a little bit today. And I think this will be something that all of us can resonate with and hopefully gain some insight and some strength from. Brother Jonathan, good to have you on here. Do I call you uh, apostle, prophet, what, what's the best title for you? How about you just stick with Jonathan? That Jonathan, <laughs> that work? Okay, That'll well, work. I prefer you call me apostle. <laughs> uh, no, I'm just joking. Uh, this is one of, the, one of the greatest guys that works here at headquarters. Uh, he has a lot of hats that he wears. And we're going to talk a little bit about the Family Ministries Council today. I was recently uh, reading an article that talked about the importance of the church and the family in today's culture. Um, I was thinking about it, and basically my thought is this. I believe, and you could probably add some more to this, but I believe that there are at least two redemptive things that God places in our world today, two to forces, I guess I should say, that God places in our world to reveal his redemptive power, and that's basically the church and the home or the family or marriages. The problem is we're living in a generation where the church is is kind of losing its influence, unfortunately, and the family is losing its heart because we seem to be fighting this endless battle. This We're up against a barrage of immorality and all kinds of things. So one of the things that I want you to speak to today is the families, Family Ministries Council that uh, the UPCI has established. Talk a little bit about what it is and what we're doing. Well, first of all, let me say thank you very much for giving me an opportunity to be on this podcast. I, I really appreciate it. And Ministry Central is a terrific platform, and we're blessed to, in the United Pentecostal Church to have that. Well, I'm excited about what it's happened. So the Family Ministries Council, let's talk about it for a few, uh, few minutes. The, the Family Ministries Council is a joint effort between children's ministries, youth ministries, ladies' ministries, men's ministries, uh, and the Office of Education and Endorsement for the United Pentecostal Church. So a few years ago, we, we recognized, the United Pentecostal Church recognized, you know, we have all these efforts to, to minister to specific segments of the family, the ones that I just mentioned. But we didn't really have anything, any concerted effort to try to minister to the family unit as a whole. So they took the the leaders of these various ministries, brought they bring them together. 
uh, to form what's the, the Family Ministries Council. They they meet on a regular basis to discuss, you know, what can we as the United Pentecostal Church do to be able to minister to families. They use the word holistically, a big word, obviously, but you know, minister yeah. to the family as a sure. whole. Sure. Uh, because we can we can get so siloed in ministry and looking at ministering to just individual segments of the family, you know, the, the, we're trying to, to look at the bigger picture. What can we yeah. do again yeah. to minister to the family overall? Yeah. So go ahead. Well, I was just thinking, I think sometimes we, the departments within our organization, for instance, as you mentioned, the youth, the majority of what they do is geared toward, this is a, a youth Congress year. If you're listening to this in the future, this is 2022. Is it 2023? Yes, sir. Yeah, 2023. So, uh, They're but they, by. they are. They're, and, and the older I get, the, the faster they seem to go. But the, the thing is, they focus, and as well as they should, the youth, the children ministry. It focuses on children as well as it should. So, this is kind of a coming together of all these different entities to focus in how can we better affect and help the family move forward. So one of the things we've done to try to uh, fulfill that purpose is we've created some resources. Okay. And those resources are uh, some books that we've put out, yeah. some books we published. We also have a website, upcifamily.com. Okay. That has a lot of great resources on we'll it. We'll put that in the show notes. Thank See you. See what I did there? Uh, I did. Yeah. That's cool. The show appreciate notes. that. Uh, so yeah, a lot of great resources on that website. Uh, we have an email newsletter that we publish. Very and, but to be honest, and you and I have had this conversation just privately, we're really not even scratching the surface of what we, what we could do for the family yeah. to minister to families. The need, like you indicated is so huge and we're we want to continue to put out resources and continue to expand our efforts as best as we can um, but i am thankful for what we've been able to yeah, do so far absolutely. the resources we have been able to create and i'll be happy to talk about those yeah as, let, we'll talk about those here in a second um you know to the to the need factor there is so many things uh, and i've mentioned this i think on the podcast before but I, I pastored in Southern California for 20 plus years. We left there in 2021, moved here, took over Ministry Central. The issues that one faces in a culture, and I know it's not just, I know it's not just California, it's everywhere. You're, sure. You reside in Illinois, and I think the governor of Illinois, the governor of California, somehow must be related. But especially during COVID, it was crazy. But the culture, the the identity of a family unit is now defined so different. We've got to, in some way, come back to what is the biblical view of a family. And I think the Resources and Family Ministries Council is attempting to do that. So tell us about some of the resources that maybe we have currently. Yeah, I'd be happy to do that. So a few years ago, they published um, two volumes. They're they're called Lifelines, and they're they're the subtitle of them is a pastor's resource for families in crisis. Now these these resources are while they're terrific for pastors, they are available on the Family Ministries Council website. You can actually go to our website and cool. download these. Okay. But they're they're just guides to help people deal with and pastors in particular to help them deal with various problems that yeah. the family might face. There's lifeline guides on topics like addiction, abuse 
alcoholism, pornography, just all the issues, maybe not all the issues, but some of the major issues that yeah. families are facing. Uh, I want to give a, if I can, a shout out to Chad Flowers, who's a pastor in, in Mesquite, Texas. He's a, he's been a terrific yeah, resource for the family. Great, he's a great guy. He, he's the one who really oversaw the, this project okay. over both volumes. Uh, he's the, a licensed counselor. He is, yes. And his wife is too as well, I think. Both of them have some sort of degree in counseling. Well, he's he's been a huge asset to the Family Ministries Council. And he if it hadn't been for, for Pastor Flowers, we would not have been able to publish these resources. Tremendous. So you can get those as well through PentecostalPublishing.com. So not only do we have those on the Family Ministries Council website where you can download the individual guides, we also have the uh, printed copies that you can order from Pentecostal Publishing House. So okay, th- those have been some of the first resources okay. that the Family Ministries Council put out. You mind if I just pick it up and look oh, at go it? Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. This is volume two. Kind of show everybody what it looks like there. There it is right there. I forget that we have a video edition of this. We, this so, is yeah. the video edition of Ministry <laughs> Central Leadership Podcast. So, I mean, I, I opened volume two right up, and here is a article written by... Jason Watts, I know Brother Watts, uh, and he has written something on suicide. I, I mean, our families are facing, you know, long, long gone are the days where it's just some easy situation that we can talk through. Now we're dealing with some deep seated issues that we have to address. And I believe, and I think you would agree, the Bible speaks to all of this. It does, yeah, and that's the nice thing about these guides is they're yeah. they're Bible based. They're written by ministers and counselors that are Good. apostolic. That uh, many of them associated with the Center for Apostolic Counseling. Okay, so these are folks that are in our churches. Many of them are pastors, as already indicated. Chad yeah. Flowers is a pastor, yeah. so this is going to be an apostolic scriptural perspective on how to deal with these issues. Good, and I think one of the things I that I've appreciated, I think that the United Pentecostal Church overall is uh, has has done a better job of acknowledging maybe in recent years is that any family can have pro in any every family. Let me exactly. rephrase that. Every family every has family. problems. If you read through these lifeline guides, you're going to see that it's not just problems like addiction or uh, in divorce or abuse, but it's problems like bullying, things that yeah. affect every every depression yeah. almost every family out there has dealt with these issues in some Absolutely. way or another i really think i'd be safe to say every family has there's no such thing as a perfect family we're all dealing with problems yeah. and i love these lifeline guides because they're they're dealing with the issues that families are facing um going back to kind of something you said every family is dealing and i think the reason is as as we get closer to the end time and the pressures of society and culture continues to try to invade the church, the enemy is doing his best to disrupt this redemptive formation, if you will, of of a family. You know, there's nothing in the Bible that represents, I shouldn't say there's nothing, but it's so beautiful. That's what I'm looking for. It's so beautiful to see how Christ is represented, his relationship with his body, with the relationship of a husband and a wife. It's that unit. It's that family. And if the enemy can destroy that, then he destroys the effect of the church. And one of the goals of the Family Ministries Council is to help stop 
yeah. what the devil is doing to families by providing Good. resources Good. that are going to be able to serve the family. Absolutely. All right. What else we got? Uh, one of the things that that uh, came out just a couple of years ago, my 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 predecessor, David Johnson, who was a former uh, director yeah. of communications, he helped put out a book called The Apostolic Family. And again, it's a compilation from okay. apostolic authors ranging from uh, the Caltharps, uh, Brent and Rachel Caltharp, yeah. district superintendent in Illinois. Give a plug for my district. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Anthony Mangan, brother and sister Bernard. There's a number Tremendous. of names you're going to recognize if you pick up this book. But it's the subtitle is Insight for Living in the 21st Century. But it's an overview of, of different uh, aspects of the family. It's going to sure. talk about a lot of different uh, aspects like, like marriage, like raising children. Um, it's got sections on parenting. It's got sections on Much single needed. parenting. Um, so and it's written, again, by people with credentials who are pastors yeah. who've helped families deal with a lot of different issues. Okay. So this is a terrific resource again Good. to pick up. Good. Um, if you don't mind, I'll dive into a couple of things just, that I've just been go able ahead. to work on. I like it. A few years ago, we did a book called a light and darkness. This is a book of, with testimonies of people who have, uh, lost someone that they love. Wow. Again, Every family at some point has dealt with or will deal with grief. And so we've compiled stories from people who've walked that road of grief. Wow. And it's written in a letter format so that these people who've been down this road, they're sharing their experiences, they're sharing their stories and telling those people who are currently dealing with loss what their story, first of all, and then how they managed yeah. to walk through that sort of the valley of the shadow of death, literally. And it has... Uh, stories from from people who've lost their spouse. We've got stories from people who've lost a child. We have stories from people who've lost a sibling, Tremendous. a parent. So we tried to to get stories that that represented a yeah. wide variety of experiences because every family is going to have to deal with death at some mm -hmm. point, sooner or later. We're all going to have to walk that road. So um, I really I hate to say enjoyed putting together that resource because it's uh, yeah, the subject matter is very it's it's, it's tough, but I was very happy with the way this turned out. I was really appreciative of the people who are willing to sit down, share their stories. And that's tough. Vulnerability is a tough thing. It but is. There's some things that, you know, you can't really address. You can't really speak to till you've been walking that path yourself. Right. And to see a resource like that is, is I think that's tremendous. And if you're a pastor or a leader, you're going to counsel people who are yeah. going to be walking through these things. And yeah. all of us have dealt with death in some way, but this will help you get a perspective on, on what it's like to deal with different scenarios. So right. I, I was very touched and moved by helping put this together. I found myself getting choked up while I was, sure. while I was editing it. <laughs> so yeah, I, I think we've gotten a lot of great feedback on it. This would be a valuable resource. Good. And then if you don't mind, I'll pitch one of my favorite things that we've helped put together. This has been one of the things that, that I have really enjoyed working on. Yep. And uh, you actually wrote some I, of the devotions I, for this. I wrote something in there. I can't even, I went through it and I couldn't remember which one I wrote. When my son called me. He's going through it. Him and his wife are going through it right now. And he said, dad, I think I found the chapter that you wrote because it sounds just like you. <laughs> so I don't even remember what it was, but he did. So thank you for the opportunity. This is the family devotional, and it's, it is a book with 53 devotions. The goal was to publish a devotion for every week of the year, plus a bonus I like it. Uh, devotion. Good. And it, we, we walked through the Bible 
literally from Genesis all the way to the closing chapter of Revelation. Wow. We tried to pick 53 of the most significant uh, passages of Scripture that are going to talk about um, apostolic. It's going to talk about the big stories of Scripture. Mm-hmm. So we're going to we hit things like creation, uh, Joseph, David and Goliath, uh you know, the gospel, some of the major stories out of the gospels, the most significant parables, those things, of course, the crucifixion, yeah. resurrection of Jesus, the book of Acts, try to also focus on things that are going to be significant to apostolic. So we've got uh, a chapter in there, a devotion in there on the baptism of the Holy Spirit. We talked about uh, the fruit of the spirit. So we want, to, we want it to be something that's specifically tailored for apostolic families. But my family has been using this. Um, okay. I helped write some of the devotions, but we're also putting it into yeah. use. And it's really a great resource for that family out there that wants to have family devotions, but doesn't really know how to get started. This, hopefully, we, we tried to write it and design it in a way that it would be everything you need to really get started with family devotions. Let, let me let me just interject here, because I think I think we're, we have an opportunity here to talk about something that how important to you, you you're the husband of one wife. I am. God. Yes. Uh, 20 years, 20 years. Congratulations. How many children do you have? Both we have two children. One, okay. oh, we have a son that is 14 and I okay. have a daughter that actually is get, we're recording this, uh, on May 2nd. She's getting ready to turn 12 tomorrow. March, March 2nd. Yes, yeah, so on March second. Yes, yeah. you better get your daughter. You better get your daughter's birthday. Oh, I month have, right. I yes, I, I you're right. I, I thought you were going to say I need to get her a gift. And I I do well, have you that do need line. To do that too. That that would probably be good. But you know, I my children are older now. They're all out of the house. Uh, two of my children are married. Uh, my youngest is in Bible college. We we stressed the importance. Now we probably weren't as faithful as we needed to be at times. There were seasons that it was busy. I was pastoring, traveling, uh, doing life. And, you know, to get everybody, everybody's schedule in the morning is got to be dropped off here. My son was driving here. He's got this class at this time. So it was difficult at time. Do you recommend, and I think family devotions, all of us could agree that family devotions are important. Do you recommend a daily or a weekly devotion? with your family when you have children that may be your age? Well, I can only speak from my own experience, okay. but I, and I think daily might be a little ambitious. Ideally, yeah. yes. It'd Ideally, great, we're going to start every sure. morning with prayer and God's yeah. word. But does that happen at the Moore house? No, it does yeah. not. Yeah. Um, but I do think at least weekly, I think it's important it's to sit down, have some time where you talk about the scriptures. Did you have a specific night or day that you guys did this? We've tried to or do it on Sunday nights because our church does not have a, nice. a Sunday like night that. service. Uh, and if that doesn't work out, if we have something going on a Sunday night, we've, we've tried to bump it to Monday night. But yeah. we try to do it early in the week just to make sure that we are crossing, you know, getting it done. Yeah. Uh, that it's not, I, I found that the later in the week that you go, it's just easier to, you just get busy as the week yeah, goes exactly. on and pretty soon you didn't do it. Now, I grew up in Southern Idaho in a farming rural farming community. And especially during my elementary and junior high years, it was almost a, a, a weekly or me, a daily deal where my dad said, okay, before we leave this house, we're going to pray. Now, when I got into high school and got busy and I was working a job and I was, had my own car, it was a little different, but in our home with our children, I found that when they're younger, it's easier to kind of have some sort of daily focus. Now, we would sometimes, and I know this is probably getting a little long, but I think we're on a good subject here. We would use the dinner table as a place 
to really just connect. I think some families miss the opportunity to really have a meaningful moment. And I'm not knocking anybody, not trying to make anybody feel bad. We all have different schedules and and things that happen. But if there can be a daily connect point, our kids would put their phone in a box. Mom and dad would put their phone in a box at dinner time, or at least on do not disturb, because we didn't want anybody disturbing this moment to ask, hey, how was your day? And wow. some teachable moments, my kids still talk about, they still talk about those moments. Dad, you remember that one dinner where, where you know, the Holy Ghost moved? And I was like, yeah, I do. I remember. I wish there was probably more than one or two of them. But yeah. we had those moments where, man, we just felt the presence of God and we took time to pray. So I think the importance of this um, do you and your wife share the responsibility of leading these or do you pretty much lead them as the head of the household? I've tried to take the lead because I want to show my, this is just me, but I want to show my kids, especially my son, that being, being spiritual is not just for the women. That's good. That that it's, you know, being, being spirit filled, spirit led. That's a, that's a, something that men should do yeah. and uh, women as well. I, exactly. I would say that the way I said it made it sound like, I don't think women should, no, should no, be. I, I do, yeah. but I, at least I want to, especially for my son and my daughter as well. I want her to grow up and, and marry somebody who takes spiritual leadership in the house. Exactly. Who's going to be spiritual. Who's going to lead spiritually. I, I, who's going to lead my grandkids spiritually, God willing, if that yeah. day should come, yeah. I'm not ready for that anytime no, soon, of no. course, but I'm uh, ready, but you know, <laughs> I got a long way to go. So, <laughs> So what you're saying is basically, oops, I just dropped it. Get this book. Get this book. If you're looking for resources, get this book. It has been very well received by all the folks that I I've have heard talked nothing to. nothing but good. So yeah, I'm, I was very happy to be able to be part of that project. Um, well, and cool. I'm going to be honest, family devotions are, you know, they're not something that we're perfect at in the Moore house. You mentioned struggling yeah. at time, in seasons at your, your house as well. Um, but, and I, I'm, I'm preaching myself under conviction a little bit here. <laughs> I think sometimes, and I, I tend to be guilty of this a lot. We get a sort of uh, this idea that it has to be a certain way. Um, you know, we have to do devotions, you know, yeah. sitting around the, the kitchen table, but there's all there's kinds so of opportunities. Your family, probably the same as mine. We spent a lot of time in the car. Yeah. A car is a great place to have spiritual conversations to turn. I, I, one of the things my wife and I have tried to do is we've tried to listen to podcasts yeah. or sermons sure. that we know have great stories. They're going to be engaging for the kids. Now, this, this may be before your time, but my kids we started listening to back in the day the dramatized left behind series really scared my kids <laughs> to death scared <laughs> i'll never forget one of my kids to death i don't want to listen to that anymore uh, you know the mark of the beast and the antichrist and you know that was it was dramatized it was a great story i don't know how much i agreed with all of their theology but it was it was something that scared my kids Maybe I need to get a copy of that. (laughs) (laughs) It was great. One time, uh, one of the ways, one of the things we did for our family devotion is I went through like a Bible study with my kids. So once a week, we would get together, get the Bible study chart, and I taught them a Bible study. And they still remember it. One night, we our kids' bedrooms were upstairs, and my daughter, both my daughters shared a bedroom, and they were probably nine and 
I don't know, nine and six or something like that. And I hear my youngest, Avery, just wailing. And I'm like, oh, dear Lord, what's going on? So my wife and I run up there and Ashton, she had a real high Minnie Mouse voice at the time. She did real high pitched. I said, what's going on? She goes, well, uh, Avery was really scared. So I wanted to tell her about my Avery loved horses. Okay. I wanted to tell her how, you know, we're going to come back with Jesus at Armageddon and we're going to be riding horses through a valley of blood. And, <laughs> and she is just, she is just screaming. She is so scared. And I said, well, that's probably not something. I'm just trying to comfort her, dad. That's probably not something to comfort your child. With. Your daughters are going to grow up to work for end time ministries. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, Brother Ward, Brother Jonathan, thank you so, so much. This has just been fun. Um, there's some great resources here. In fact, I think we even have, uh, want to, you know, talk about the discount code so you can order some of this stuff. I do. So you can go on to Pentecostalpublishing.com and order any of the resources that we've talked about today. And if you enter the promo code FMC10, you will save 10% on any of those products. Very cool. So there's, and again, there's a lot of great resources as well at UPCIfamily.com. UPCIfamily.com. Again, just reviewing even today, the things we offer, we've got lifeline guides that you can download. We have, these are all free downloads. All free. Yeah. We've got family. uh, We've got a lot of resources, articles, Bible studies for you pastors out there. We even have uh, resources for Family Bible Week, including a couple sermons by Daryl Johns and Ken Gurley awesome. that you can download. So if you're wanting to preach about family in your church, we've got resources available for that. So it's a great website. Good. Check it out, upcifamily.com. And there's a lot of good stuff on there. Awesome. Well, thank you for being a part of the Ministry Central Leadership Podcast. Uh, Stay tuned for more. We're going to try to get this rolling and moved out. And if you have any questions at all, feel free to reach out to us here at the United Pentecostal Church International. Again, Brother Jonathan, thank you. Thank you for letting me be on the podcast. I appreciate it. All right. God bless everybody. Thank you for listening to the Ministry Central Leadership Podcast. To learn more, visit us at ministrycentral.com and make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Please take a moment, help us by sharing and subscribing to this podcast. May God richly bless you. We will see you in the next episode of the Ministry Central Leadership Podcast.